our second episode of the Inflow and Free podcast. This is Brianna, and then we got Vanessa over there. Yes, yes, yes. This is Vanessa. So, um, yeah, just to be like super transparent, or not even transparent. I don't know. Just very like clear. I am like a lit. It's like I meditated and all was great, and then as soon as like something didn't happen the way I wanted it to. I just got all annoyed again. So I'm starting from a place of kind of my cup is full. I'm brimming at the top and I just, but I'm just like over this day already. <laughs> that was quick. But yeah. I hear um, being in the conversations with friends of ours or, you know, my intimate circle and with you um and we started out creating this episode as being like you know what a conversation's like that you know what was showing up this morning in our conversation prior to starting this um choices it's like what do we feel in our choices what are choices like for us um do we think about the choices we make do we plan out the choices we make and uh, what shows up in that like for you this morning what was it that showed up for you and your choices so it didn't start out with choices right like that's not where it started for me for me I was like just realizing the last couple of days have just been very overwhelming because I've started this new venture this teaching program and it's very intensive I already have a full schedule and it feels like a lot of overwhelm and I was talking with someone else and that word just kept coming up, right? Originally, we were going to talk about communication, how we relate, share, listen, and that. And then having this experience with this friend, this person, where this word kept coming up, I was like, oh, there's something there for me. There's something there for me. And so the last several days, I've been just kind of noticing choices noticing my choices and that's kind of where I'm at I'm in a place of noticing my choices that's it like I'm just noticing them and there are parts of me that want to judge these choices parts of me that want to stick to these choices like super super stringently and like you know um, and there are parts of me that just want to let them be come up float away come up float away come up float away um, yeah, but choices is, it's this word that just has it had a lot of energy for me, a lot of energy for me, but yeah, so that's where the choices, you know, again, this is like, I appreciate you just being able to shift the conversation. Um, and you were saying this morning, we were having a conversation about, we were just, I was sharing where I was at kind of how, you know, hmm chaotic my energy felt a little bit and that I need to just go sit and meditate and just being able to talk about what was there um and how it was showing up through this lens of choice you know that was an interesting again this word is just it, it just has so much energy for me you know I mean, what about for you? Like when I brought up this idea of choices this morning, like what came to you? What came to me, I mean, I discussed it with you earlier and I'll share it on here, is um, 
shifting my choice, my choices, um, how they shift, you know, um, for example, as I was, I was expressing it with you, you know, creating this physical environment where I live, like the space in my living room to, you know, support my energy, that the choices that like me being a part of this daily morning routine is to adjust my sofa, sweep up a little bit, and then come into my space, whether I meditate or do yoga. But over time, that has shifted Mm -hmm. for me. Now it's not a place of support in that routine. It's a place of this superficial way of feeling perfect, of feeling seen. I have this, I have that, and that supports me. It no longer supports me in that space that that it did give me a few weeks ago so as I was expressing to you I shifted my choice and support for myself now I get up in the morning I won't run to the kitchen and make a pot of coffee or pick up a broom and sweep I like to ritually sweep Um, that's my thing and it cleanses my space for me Um, but now I'll get up I'll try to get up slowly. I'll try to open my eyes slowly. And I think we talked about this on the priority episode. It's like, feel the ground, you know, beneath your feet and just move slowly into your day. I I have to, to, to gear into that support. I say I have to, but I consciously choose to. start my morning with now a ritual hot shower to steam up my bathroom and then just sit in the bathroom and allow that steam. It feels like I'm cleansing or detoxing or sometimes it's as simple as just sitting there and being in the midst of the heat. And, um, you know, there are like little things like after I take a shower, I want to sit in the bath and I, I just move slowly. Every, everything has, it, it doesn't have to be, but I choose it to be like, you know, consciously, not planned out, but like a thought, a, a conscious kindness thought to my body. Move my fingers this way slowly. And, and it may not work for everybody, but for me, in the moment, it, that feels like support because I can be very aggressive in grabbing things. I'm like, oh, I'm going to get this Epsom salt and I'm just going to pour this bitch into the fucking bath and I'm going to just like sit in here and then I'm moving on to the mm. next thing in that process. Starting out like that, I'm already thinking about what I got to do next. So when I make these conscious thoughts of like, okay, move your fingers slowly, bend over slowly, grab the bag of Epsom salt, open it slowly, pour it out slowly, this ritual becomes and routine for me. It supports me in like generating this kindness to my body, to my mind. And it, it, you know, it just, it brings me to a place where I don't have to think about what's next. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I really don't have to 
interested in the thought of what is next. What do I have to do? What's on the agenda? What am I not doing? I'm not being perfect. I don't have it together. What the fuck? You know, like, look at my choices. The judgments kind of um, dissipate. Mm -hmm. They, they, they lose their energy in my mind. They lose their sense of being and meaning and, and purpose in my body. Like, it's just that meditative, like walking into meditation or being with self in this kindness that I find the support I need at this moment. So, yeah, you know, just being in that light, being in that conversation, that's what choice looked like for me. However, speaking about choice right now, that word is still very heavy. It's, it has a lot of feelings mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for me. Um, it shows, it, you know, and, and I'm speaking of choice and I'm, 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 I'm hearing myself say it and I'm getting chills up my body because choices or making choices or deciding what I choose they're like the center focus of my life. It's, it goes from feeling lost in my choices, feeling like I can't forgive myself because of my choices or like because of my choices, I've harmed somebody else and their feelings or in my choices, judgment shows up so harshly. You know, like it, it just embodies heaviness sometimes and then I'm you know I realized this morning like going back to this morning like it doesn't always have to embody such weight in my mm-hmm. mind it also can be cool to my spirit mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but that's what it feels like to me it feels like a rush it feels like anxiety it feels like love you know, it's, so it's, it's changing. It's like ever changing and mm-hmm. ever changing, ever shifting, ever moving because I'm aware, you know, because I'm aware. Right. I don't know that choice was always something I was ever aware of, you know, if I had to look back a little right. bit. Don't think that that's that, you know, but in this moment. Yeah, I don't. I don't feel a consistent awareness of my choice. You know, it's like, um, just like I said, someone said the word and I was like, oh, or the word kept coming up and I was like, oh, interesting. You know, I can look at through my life very easily through a lens of gratitude, you know, that's accessible to me. It's a more of a practice. I can look at my life through a lens of, judgment you know because again that's something that I'm very aware of and I'm always tapping into my judgment whether or not I can stop it uh, or change it um, in the moment but I think it's interesting you know Um, so just within the last couple of days every day I'm kind of just like oh what choices have I made today you know what do those choices look like what happened when I decided to do this so you know the other day, I'll say, was it yesterday? It was yesterday. I was in my head a little bit because I've started this new training 
And I'm doing it, one, to keep myself just active and engaged and communing and constantly challenging my comfort, but also learning new skills. I love, I love kind of starting at zero. I think there's something very equalizing, something very balancing within me that brings my ego back down to the baseline. It's like, hey, we're going to start something we don't know anything about. We're going to learn. We're going to be in a space of learning. So I've started this new training. It's beautiful. It's uh, this Black Lives Matter uh, rocket yoga, yoga teacher training. And it's being organized and supported and led by amazing, amazing teachers. Um, and it's just like the amount of people showing up and they're so excited and they're so ready and energized. And we're all coming from different backgrounds. We're all coming from different skill levels. Um, but I just noticed like one, I don't spend that much time online. I really don't like being in front of my computer unless, you know, I'll, if I'm writing, that's one thing. Um, or if we're doing creative work, like designing, um, that's another thing, but this is like its own thing. It's a self-study because, or a self-paced study. And I have to make room for all these things. I have to make room for the training. I have to make room for the writing and the assignments. And I have to make room for the community, which is now based solely on Facebook. And while like all of this is really exciting and I feel that excitement in me, I also feel this overwhelm of choice. Choosing to put this time here, 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 and here for this, that, and the other to make all of it work. A lot of anxiety around the choice of constantly communicating and constantly posting and constantly responding to other people's posts. These weren't choices that were even like in my life. These particular set of choices weren't in my life a week ago. But having them hit so hard and so just quickly, having my life just shift from this one, this one life into this new life, this life of training, yeah, it's overwhelming. And so yesterday, you know, I started my day, I meditated, I wrote, I felt good. Um, I felt whole. I was like easing into the practice. And I chose to do my video and we have to upload a video of us doing certain things. I did that video and I felt amazing doing it. But then I went to work and work was just long. It was long. And I feel choice a lot at my job because I have to manage my time very carefully, especially because we're short staffed um, or we have to be mindful of labor. So it feels short staffed because there's only, there's only two of us working an entire day yesterday. So, you know, I have to choose to take a lunch or not take a lunch and just keep working through. And so choice for me at my job shows up a lot and I feel very aware of like, you know, getting to work, making a list of things that have to get done that day, crossing them off as I do them, you know, choice in that way. But this choice yesterday with this training was actually really, really energizing. It was so positive because I set out to do one thing and then I challenged myself in my choices. I said, okay, this is what I want to do, which is not do this fucking video because I don't want to put my face out in the world. I don't want to have to 
show this work like this. But then I was like, just do it. Like, and once I just started doing it, I felt so good. I felt so uplifted by it. So I became aware of the impact of choosing to do that work that morning. Even when I felt like I didn't have the time to do it. I felt the, the power of like creating opportunity and creating my own path into joy, path into upliftment through choosing to do that video, you know? And it was really cool. It was really cool to feel that. And then to feel that kind of moving throughout my day, even when my day got a little tough. Um, but today, the, it just, it's washing over me very differently. You know, I woke up and immediately I was like, okay, I'm late to doing something, right? That's immediately how I woke up, which was frustrating. And then I was like, okay, I started talking to you and I was like, I have to stop. I really need to start with meditation because the one thing I said to you that I think also really, I, I just hear it echoing now is that, you know, often I'm making a choice, one choice that feels like it has 15 or 20 more choices attached to it. Like I'm entering into a choice, right? Like that. And then, I mean, now wonder I feel anxiety and in this overwhelm right off the fucking bat because I'm not making one choice. I'm making like 20 choices at one time. And that shit feels crazy. Like I feel the tension in my body. I feel the, the constriction on my chest, the weight there. And that's going into it. And then I told you, I just have to stop and I have to meditate. I have to spend that time for myself because I realized in that moment, I just needed one place to start. And I, I didn't want to see beyond that moment. I wanted to just start in that one place. And that place was sitting down on the mat and, and just being, you know, just breathing, just sitting down and seeing what happens from there. Not going into meditation, like, okay, after meditation, I'm going to do this. I have this and I have this, I have this and I have this, but just being like free, just sit, sit with your breath. Okay, now I'm sitting with my breath. All right, there's a thought, sit with my thought. All right, there's my breath again. I sit with my breath, like moment to moment choice making. And that was, in the moment, it felt really lovely. Someone was mowing a lawn or doing some kind of yard work and it was really loud. And I felt myself still being able to like, almost like lower the volume, hmm. you know? Cause I didn't focus on that. I focused on the way my breath felt in my back between my shoulder blades. I was like, oh, that feels, what is that? And the volume lowered, you know? And so I, it's interesting. Starting in that one place allowed me to reset even if I started to get frustrated immediately thereafter. Like, cause then after I was like, okay, this is great. But then something didn't happen. And I was like, wound up again, you know? Mm. So, I mean, choices, it, it does have a lot of energy. I mean, and that's a very broad, broad spectrum. But I think there is something to just starting, even if it's not sustainable for any certain amount of time, there is something, at least for me, there is something very powerful in just starting with the choice of one. Mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. and moving, allowing that to lay the next brick, allowing that to clear the next path or step forward. I hear intention. I hear it's intentional. I hear I have intention to shift and guide my choices. You know, and I hear acceptance in a way. Like acceptance of the outcome being what it's going to be and not already being at the outcome before the choice. That's what it is. That's the part for me. It's It's like I'm already Mm -hmm. there. I've already succeeded, but I don't even know or feel the choice first. Right. I'm not even dealing with the choice first. I'm already at the outcome. When you were mentioning anxiety, I did I could hear it in the, your voice when you were speaking of it. You know, I can hear it being very attuned to energy. I, I I'll feel my heart racing in the in the words you're you're sharing with me as you you know, unfold your experience. And I'm like, ooh, I feel that in my chest. My heart is pounding. Mm-hmm. My breath is racing. I'm, I'm, I'm moving through her journey with her. And I just feel that's that. So that I can say I felt earlier today. But yeah, coming back to what you're saying, in the choices that feel so impact in like you know it's in the, I, I see it like in this box the choice of filled with things mm, and, I get and, that. and meaning it's those choices that don't support me you know through my moving mm-hmm. moving through my day or like life itself it's like i'm at the outcome already i want to be great already i want to be something already i want something in the future already so I have to choose it this way. So like choice mm. sounds like to me when I'm there, when I'm in that moment, but I'm at the outcome first and then I choose. That mm-hmm. doesn't feel like mm-hmm. I get that. a place of kindness. Yeah, I feel like I'm in those places at times, you know, there's a definite focus on being somewhere, going somewhere, looking like something, right? That's the end goal. That's, the, that's how I know that I did the thing. And I got to the place, right? That's my reward, that spot. And, you know, I think you said something, uh, I can't remember, but it stirred in me this feeling of like, not, there's no acceptance in the choice, right? There's, it's not that I'm aware that I'm accepting anything, you know? It's almost as if, at least I'll speak from the, this current space, you know, is that when I tap into a moment, the only thing that exists is what's happening in the moment. It's like almost, it's like that thing I said, turning down the volume, everything else kind of just floats away. And it's just this one singular thing, this one focus. And then everything floats back in, right? Everything comes back in for me. And so that moment where I wasn't actively aware of a choice, I was just in something. 
I mean, it was so soft and so kind. Like, I just, I felt like it was the kindest thing I could do for myself afterwards, you know? Just mm. being like, thank you for extending that to yourself, Brie. Like, thank you. Because I can't, I can't always maintain that. I don't always maintain that. Again, like I said, seconds later, nearly, I was like back in a flurry of anxious energy. I have to do, this has to happen. That's not happening. You know, all these expectations about what I wanted things to look like afterwards started to flood back in. And again, that choice on top of 15,000 other choices, right? With that one moment, like I'm, I close my eyes right now. I'm just kind of going back to that moment where I just, I was able to go quiet, you know? And how good that felt. Like good isn't even the word. It was restorative. Re, it was recalibrating. Like everything, my heart, my breath, my body relaxed. My thoughts slowed down. There was no obsessive thinking. And you know, another something else that kind of popped up for me is this phrase that we've heard a lot through our own trainings that we've done together and with uh, the same support systems is that, you know, this idea that we're meaning-making machines. That over time, right, mm -hmm. we've... <laughs> We've mm -hmm. conditioned and been conditioned, <laughs> we've been conditioned to create meaning, sometimes out of necessity and survival. You know, that right there is a tiger over there. I know the meaning of a tiger, bitch, run. Like, you know, like there's that. Then there's also the meaning that I've made from very non-hostile situations that have now created hostility within me, anxiety within me chaos within me because mm. now they're they they've been attributed to fight or flight right they've been attributed to reactivity that's not able to grant to grant me space in my choice because i've allowed the conditioning and now not just allowed it it's been instilled in me real talk and i right i sometimes i continue to just you know sip the kool-aid because it's just easier to run off my conditioning instead of trying to unlearn. Because who would we be if we didn't keep to our conditions? Who would I be? Exactly. I don't know. Shit. I couldn't tell you. Bitch. <laughs> and it's hard not yeah. to know. It's like not knowing. It's tough. Being in the not knowing, mm -hmm. being in the choice without overseeing the outcome is real simple like you were describing it's real simple as sitting down and coming back to your body and listening to your breath when the very second your thought is like no bitch right i got shit to do we got things to go 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 go, go, go. sit here mm -hmm. and it was a simple sense of like what's my breath doing you know and the the simplicity in that we Sometimes I feel like, can you give, can this be enough for the entire day? Mm, that that word too. For the entire, my entire, can I, can I do this this one time and feel fulfillment and at peace? I, I want to be perfect now. You know, I'm, it's again, back and forth. It's like playing ping pong. It's, it's seeing or, or, or viewing 
what I practice in, in, in my choices to not feel the same. Mm -hmm. Simply restoring kindness. Because we, we've heard this before, you and I. It's like, we came out with that. We came out, our mothers, with that. With that sense of genuine kindness. When, when we were young, that was an, an innate thing in us. And the conditionings throughout time and life and experiencing with other experiences with other humans we develop and create other habitual heavy meanings in our lives that removes how we restore kindness to ourselves removes that freedom to it find removes it removes that freedom to mm -hmm. find it to be with it and the versatility through it when we were kids yeah i was just thinking about that when we go outside we used to look at the world in the grass like it was everything like we're on a whole different fucking planet girl everything the park was everything yeah. walking outside was everything to me and that was enough and i didn't even have to fucking think about it there was no thought in it. There was no, 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 no thought at all in just me going outside. That was enough. That was beauty. That was freedom. You know, seeing the smile on my best friend's face as a child. Like, you know, that childhood friend. And you're like, we're smiling together. It just chills just run up my body just remembering those thoughts when I was six years old, seven years old. Putting on socks. We used to put on these long socks in the 90s with the stripes, the colorful stripes on top, which are coming back. But there's colorful stripes on top. And we'd be like, oh, look at my socks. And it's not even the material thing. It was like this experience we had with our friends that we shared together. It was just that moment for me, you know. That was enough. Yeah. So sitting down, I... I I have to choose that that is enough for my whole entire day and that I could come back to right. the rules of like, again, going back to what I said earlier, waking up, moving slowly. Because where do I have to fucking go? Where am I going? Where am I going? And I think that's also like in this time of COVID and in this time of the world just being like, lit the fuck up daily with atrocity and violence and sadness and there's still so much joy to be had there's still so much to be seen and like there's still so much connection and and I think for myself when I what I realized and as we were just talking now that when I am caught up in my stories about this choice meaning I'll get it right this choice means that I'm I'm doing it what I quote unquote should be doing. Like this choice means that, you know, I'm whatever, like that end goal, that thing, that person that I have this thing. When I focus mm. on that, I lose the ability to create with freedom. I lose it because everything narrows. Everything starts to the focal point of that kind of choice that's actually made with under duress 
that's mm. made with judgment. Mm. My vision narrows. Mm. Everything closes in and I don't have the freedom that I think I might get from showing up like that. I don't have the creative capacity to open into something else, you know? But that entering in with no agenda, no place to be, no point of should, should be, should do, should look like, when I enter into that and I'm just like, it's going to be what it's going to be, just start here. That's when everything opens up. That's when it's like the expansiveness in my, in my chest and in my lungs becomes the expansiveness of my creativity. Mm-hmm. So I love feeling the possibility of that. I love echoing that for myself. Is that, Brie, I can just start here, find presence here, Ellipses, you know, dot, dot, dot. That's it. Sometimes that is the most supportive choice. Just simply this one in this moment. And granting myself the kindness, the compassion, the grace, right off the bat of that being enough. It is enough that I'm here right now. This moment is enough. Now, the temptation for me to still jump forward and say, but what about the next one? It's still there, but I come back. I'm closing my eyes right now, even just now. I'll come back here. This breath. Silence. I'll start here. Even just now in this moment, I feel spacious. And I guess even the overwhelm or the overdoing or all the meaning that I create and then project through judgment and then perpetuate through the overwhelming like tasks and planning and do, 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 you know, even all of that has a place in my learning, knowing that creating chaos for myself through this idea of building a ladder of choice that has to be somewhere, that has a destination, and the anxiety and the stress that I feel from that, that is a teacher too. Those feelings of overwhelm, those feelings of chaos, and those are teachers. And I can allow them Mm -hmm. to inform me in ways that really lead to how I want to be supported. Mm-hmm. You know, that can open up. Hold on. That can open up into something that feels like I'm really, this is what 
my truest need requires of me. This is what my true restoration requires of me. This is what my true, you know, love in this moment requires of me. And that's just to be in this moment. Mm -hmm. So I think, I, I mean, I think it's a powerful tool for just realigning this, like recognizing when I've gone into overwhelm, insanity, you know, do, 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 crazy chaos, like, ah, like, there is something to that, just allowing that to be so that I can then choose from a place of, well, how do I restore in this moment with this chaos happening around me, you know? some And again, seeing at work, like, I'm a bit more aware of my choices because when I get overwhelmed at work, I make it a, a choice to leave the store. I go outside, I sit for a moment, and I, I really just don't care you know, I have my walkie on me, so I make my choice to go outside and restore, but also have awareness of what needs when I'm needed inside. But I will take that time for myself mm -hmm. because I, I'm aware at work that I can't continue to serve people from a place of overwhelm. It's, it's not, I, I have no room for it. And it, I think it's when I'm doing projects that feel meaningful to me outside of work, but my my true yearnings and desires and the, the things I want to do to grow me, that's where I put on extra meaning. That's where I start creating extra stories and extra stress and extra, all this stuff that then move it into such a, you know, overwhelming state. And then trying to choose from there feels like, the hardest thing, the heaviest thing to do, you know, because I'm carrying so much with me into one choice that, again, I said is like actually embedded with like a thousand other choices that but that's what I carry into it. So it's inter interesting for me to explore it through starting in that place instead of condemning myself for being in that place and being like, you know, bitch, why are you like ODing right now? Why are you doing too much? But allowing that place to inform how I extend compassion to myself, how I reset. Because mm -hmm. you know, it's valuable. That garbage, you know, even the word, I'm like, oh, that doesn't, that's not the word for me. But, but I get that, mm -hmm. you know, I get that. But allowing it to, to nourish, allowing it to decompose or to release into what can be nourishing about it, what can be essential and important about it. Yeah. That garbage or that overwhelm or that choice on choice on choice until it gives me space to grow. I love that. I love yeah. that. And I love it too. I come back mm. to it a lot. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Because everything I do is a choice. How I live is a choice. Who I speak to is a choice. My judgments through my pain is a choice. Being softer in my pain is a choice. 
There's this book that um, that I was reminded of because also like in this training, um, one of the lead trainers, uh, she said, you know, something about her right off the bat that we she wanted us to know and understand is that the way she works is through the way she chooses mm. and speaks is through what is essential. And it reminded me of this book, Essentialism, by uh, Greg McCowan, um, about learning to come to what is necessary to move from a place of what is truly and most authentically necessary and needed and essential to the moment, rather than saying yes when you really mean no, or saying yes to please someone and you know that in that moment that that you're not giving yourself space and creating from creating your life mm. from mm-hmm. this idea of doing less. And that's how you can suss out and tease out the things that are the most essential to your life. But I feel like in this place in my life where, again, my choices feel like they are so many at times, Besides increasing my meditation practice, I think, and doing more grounding and more just like affirmation in my enoughness, I think leaning on a skill set of realigning how to make essential decisions, how to choose, how to choose what my true needs are and then live them, express them, I think that's something that could really support my journey right now absolutely I feel that so yeah I think I'm gonna reread and just allow it to support the openness that I want in my choices in my being and in my moving yeah and it's crazy like let me just go here Mm -hmm. so he writes For too long, we have overemphasized the external aspect of choices, our options. That's what we're talking about. This idea of one choice, a thousand choices on top of it, right? And then he says, and underemphasized our internal ability to choose our actions. So then he writes, this is more than semantics. Think about it this way. Options or things can be taken away while our core ability to choose or free will cannot be. What? Wait, could you say that shit again? I need to hear that. Mm -hmm. He says, think about it this way. Options or things can be taken away, while our core ability to choose or free will cannot be. How do we forget our ability to choose? And maybe that's something to think about. There's a forgetfulness in my ability to choose right it's funny he says so there's he has like two columns and one says the non-essentialist but he said there's a a statement it's i have to and that mm, and that forfeits the actual right to choose it the the burden of of having to do right but the essentialist the essentialist takes that and says i choose to And in that, they are exercising their power of choice. They know that when we surrender our right to choose, we give others not just the power, but also the explicit 
permission to choose for us. So when we give up that right and we say, I have to choose, we are giving other people that power mm-hmm. or other mm-hmm. energies that power. Other energies, yeah. Other sources. Mm-hmm. That you oh, bitch, I'm getting, getting back I'm getting in it. Fucking energy right now. Right? So it's just, it's just insane. And I know we can go all day just like, you know, dabbing in. I know, bitch. Yeah, we can go all But I, not but, I just, what I sat with and what I'm hearing, you know, is like the other day you were speaking about what affirmations, what they, what they do, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I go back and forth of how I feel about affirmations, you know, all the cliche trendy shit, but um, this can become an affirmation, you know, to help me in my language. And in choosing to say other than saying I have to I can practice as an affirmation or a mantra to use the literal words I choose to I I do believe language is very powerful and while the the idea of words and language being the most powerful I don't know because there's also action there's so many other things uh however knowing that I create meaning in everything that I do intentionally or unintentionally with consciousness or without, Mm. there is room there. If the choice is there, which I always have, but when I'm stuck in my moments, I'm not consciously within my ability to choose. And so I allow the swayings of the world outside of me, the pressure all of that to choose for me. Instead, there are moments we can come to and I can come back to. Like even when we were talking and I just took a moment and I was like breathing. Coming back to my words and my intention and what I really wanted to share, that felt that felt healing. And it allowed me to enter in a different into the conversation differently. Because moments before that I had felt a lot of anxiousness. And so I think there's power in opening to a moment, one moment, choosing one moment, mm-hmm. creating it as enough, and then moving into the next. Like naturally, we're going to move into the next moment. And we can release a lot of that story, a lot of that meaning, a lot of the prison, a lot of the constraints of outside influence, a lot of the conditioning. We can dismantle it, unlearn it. By simply choosing to turn that noise down and focus on what feels within us. Like true listening to ourselves and choosing from that place. Not what happens if I do this, what happens if this choice becomes the next choice and the next choice and the next mm. choice. But in this moment, I am here. This is my choice. I take a deep breath. That is my choice. I smile unto myself. That is my choice. I'm excited in this moment to have this conversation. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like they will unfold and unfold and unfold. When I step out of the way, the path creates itself through me. I create this path through me. But when I control and I think I'm choosing from a place of truth 
that is steeped in what am I looking like right now? Who do I have to get this to? What do I got to do? How do I have to be? What should I be doing? When it's steeped in that, it's not really choice. It's obligation. It's powerlessness. I mean, that's a lot. It's a lot to sit with. It's a lot to think about. And I think, honestly, Mm -hmm. moving forward, I'm just going to release this conversation. It it feels like it needed to happen, like we needed to explore choice. And now I want to go into my day moment by moment. And I want to just feed from there. I want to feed myself and nourish my trueness, mm-hmm. my, my, the reality that I want to create today from that place. Mm. That is my choice in this moment. And I think that's all I can do. That's, that's all I want to do. I don't want to do anything beyond that. You know, I appreciate, appreciate where this has gone and what this has opened up for me. So thank you for being a part of this like part of my shifting this morning because I was, I was, I was going somewhere. I'm no longer there, so I won't focus on it anymore, but I'm so grateful of of the time that we've shared this morning to allow me to move into something else, to allow me to choose being here. Yeah. It's opened up, um, it's given me clarity and awareness, my choices and I will choose to feel clear in my space and having this space with you this morning conversation I feel blessed to be alive living every day this is all I have I think that's a rat bitch I think that's it I think we done beat choice the fuck to (laughs) death and she opened she She ready ready to be simple remove the layers (laughs) she ready to be simple bitch she ready real talk Thank you all for joining us again. Um, We are so excited for moving forward. Influent Free is continuing to grow its community. Uh, If you are interested in joining, check us out online. Follow us on IG at Influent Free. Um, Subscribe to the podcast. Yeah, and we will continue to do more. So hopefully we'll see you at our next communal weekend, which is next Sunday uh, is when we do our communal call. Um, Yeah. Our communal yoga and our communal meditation and so we love having that that whole day to just like flourish in community support community to grow and share alongside one another I mean, it means the world to me and be i know so i'd like to say or share as far as how we leave you in this moment i i love my partner i love vanessa i love this place this energy that we're trying to intentionally support and create and grow may you be well in the moments before you as you choose yourself over and over again may you allow the choice to live in this moment as enough as nourishing and as a teacher for what can become thank you so much